Hello, and welcome to the Executive Health Show, where we guide executives to prioritize their health and wellness to maximize productivity, longevity, and mental acuity. I'm your host, Wade Foster. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Executive Health Show. I'm your host, Wade Foster, and today we are going to be diving into uh, a bit of longevity, but we're not going to be discussing longevity in the terms of how long you can you can live. Um, we're going to be really focusing in on quality of that longevity. So two things that I want to um, kind of... Um, preface as I go into this is health span and lifespan. So lifespan is how long we live, right? Health span is how long we are healthy for, how long we are able to do the things that we want to do. We're away from disease, we're away from pain, etc. And the topic of today's conversation is going to be on, on health span, right? Because we all want to live longer, right? But what good is living longer if you're too frail, you're too weak um, to actually enjoy it? Like if you're just not able to enjoy it. We dedicate so much of our lives to work and to building wealth. And when it comes to the, let's say, the last quarter of our life, and maybe even the last half of your life for some people, your health has declined so much that you actually can't do a lot of the things that you want to do or you should be able to do. So I'm going to also dive in and say a lot of today's um, information is I picked up from Dr. Peter Atia. So Dr. Peter Atia is probably the, let's say, the world's most leading expert in longevity research. Uh, he has a book out called Outlive, which I recommend all of you I would probably say get it on Audible rather than read, as it's quite a long read and quite a big read, but it depends how you prefer to, to get your information. Um, but Audible, you can listen to on walks um, and kind of at work, etc. So I'd highly recommend it. It's Outlive by Peter Atiyah. So a lot of the information today is going to come from his uh, his book and his his teachings. Um, but one of his, his quotes is, exercise is by far the most potent longevity drug. Okay. And the data for that is um, um, is just un unambiguous. Uh, exercise not only delays like actual death, uh, but also prevents both cognitive and physical decline better than any other intervention. Better than sleep, better than nutrition, right? Better than meditation. It is the single most potent tool we have in the health span enhancing toolkit. Right? And that's why I wanted you guys to all understand health span at the start of this podcast. Right Here we're looking at health span, we're looking at quality of life. And the single most potent thing we can do is exercise. So what I want to do in this podcast is help frame your mindset a bit around exercise. So the first thing I want to do is introduce a phrase called the marginal decade. So the marginal decade refers to the last decade of your life, right? So we're all, we are all going to have a marginal decade. And most people 
certainly don't know the day they enter it, right? But most of the time, we know we're nearing the end of it, okay? So it's a, it's a, it's a moment in time that creeps up, up on us. And we don't know when we enter it, and we don't really think or plan for it, right? Because the marginal decade is often a period of very poor life quality for many, many people. I'm sure many of you have parents, grandparents, or you know older people who have obviously passed away now and during their last their last decade um, declined significantly in both physical and cognitive health. And even potentially longer than the last decade, potentially last couple of decades, like just declined. So the concept of the marginal decade is important because it really encourages us to think about what we want our last decade of life to look like and then plan for it. And the thing is, if we plan to have a remarkable marginal decade, it means that all the decades that come before it are also going to be pretty remarkable. And that's the beauty of planning for a marginal decade. Everything that precedes it also is going to be phenomenal, right? So that's the mindset shift I want us to think about. Too many of us think about today, tomorrow, yesterday. We're very instant gratification um, beings, right? We want results immediately. We want this, we want that. I'm training for this, I'm training for that. I want this promotion, this goal, et cetera, et cetera. When we slow things down and we start to plan for the last 10 years of our life and we start to program to make sure that the last 10 years of our life is optimal, everything else before it becomes amazing. Everything else before it becomes optimal because you're driving to health. So how are we going to help you with this? How am I going to help you with this, with this concept? So what I want everyone to do I'm going to talk you through my own, but when everyone, you may be able to do it now as, as I'm speaking, um, you may want to re-listen to this podcast at this bit, etc. but I highly recommend that everyone this week finds a moment of peace, be that one morning, be that one evening, right? Moment of peace where you're maybe out in nature or you're just alone, nice music in the background and you're just a moment of peace. And what I want you to do is grab a pen and paper and I want you to write down the 10 most important physical tasks you want to be able to do for the rest of your life, right? So 10 physical tasks you want to be able to do during your marginal decade, okay? Some of those may resemble like actual athletic events, right? They may exist actual sports or whatever it may be. While others may be closer to activities of daily living, right? And some may actually just be your own personal interests. I am going to talk you through my list of 10, right? Um, and the thing that when I wrote this, that shocks me the most. So I'm... <sighs> Again, I'm no longevity expert in a sense of I know how long I'm going to live, right? Like I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. But I'm doing everything I can to improve my 
longevity and to improve my health span. And what was the most powerful thing about this is um, think about my granddad and my dad. My granddad and my dad cannot do a lot of my list currently, right? So my granddad is, I would assume, in his marginal decade, but my dad's not. And he can't do a lot of this list. So that's why I think this is so powerful. Because some of you may listening may not be able to do what I have on my list, the things that I want to do in my marginal decade. Some of you, when you're writing your own, are uh, thinking of things that you want to do in your marginal decade, but can't do now. So that really means we need to alter our life choices. We need to alter our plans in order to be able to do this. So I'm kind of planning in my head for my marginal decade to be between, let's say, 85 and 95. But that's kind of when I'm thinking it. So my goal is, as I'm writing this list, I want to be able to do all of these things at 85, right? That, that's my goal. I want to be able to do all of these things at 85. Or let's say 80 plus, right? That's my goal. So I want to be an 80-year-old man who can do all of these things, right? So as you guys are listening, you may be able to take notes as you're going through, or you may be able to write yours as I'm as I'm going through mine, okay? So my first one is I want to be able to hike around two miles on a hilly trail with a dog. Okay, so not just not just flat surface, um, but on a hilly train with a with a dog. Um, if anyone doesn't know, I I love dogs. I love big dogs. So I have a Bernese Mountain Dog, and I'm probably going to have big dogs and Bernese Mountain Dogs for the rest of my life. So I'm probably as an eight year old man going to have a Bernese Mountain Dog. So I need to be able to be able to walk him as well as be able to look after and control a big dog. It's a really important part of my life. So that's my first one. So my first thing I need to be able to do when I'm 80 is hike for around two miles on a hilly trail. The next thing is I wanna be able to get up off the floor under my own power using a maximum of one arm for support, right? So I wanna be able to get up and down off the floor off the floor using a maximum of just one arm, just being able to put one arm on the floor to push myself up, right? I don't want any help getting down and getting up. I want to be able to do it on my own, right? So that's a big one for me. It's a big one for me. Number three, I want to be able to pick up a young grandchild off the floor, right? Now, a grandchild could be what we're looking at. 10 to 10 kilos, 20 kilos, maybe up to 30 kilos, right? Be able to pick that up off the floor. Maybe even up to uh, 40 kilos is probably pushing it, maybe up to 30 kilos, right? So that's 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 a big weight to pick up off the floor, right? And I want to be able to do that when I'm 18. Next is I want to be able to carry two, probably around five kilo grocery bags sort of like down a high street um or like let's say let's say i say home from shopping etc um so like i want to be able to do that freely easily so that's uh, looking at a lot of kind of like core strength grip strength there i then want to be able to lift around about maybe a 10 kilo maybe 15 kilo 
um, suitcase into an overhead compartment on a plane. Number six, I want to be able to pull myself out of a swimming pool, right? So I want to be able to not not need to use the uh, the, the the stairs, the ladder, etc. I want to be able to kind of push myself and pull myself up. That's probably the toughest one on this list um, to be able to still do as an 80, 85 year old, but that's one that I really want to be able to do. Um, number seven is I still want to be able to have sex. I want to have a, so hopefully have an active sex life uh, in my eighties. Uh, number eight is that I want to be able to climb flights of stairs quickly and unassisted. So what I've actually done here is climb about four flights of stairs in, in around three minutes. Um, so obviously make it a bit more tangible, but I also want to do it un- unassisted. I don't want to be able to hold, I don't want to have to hold onto a handrail, right? I want to have good balance, good coordination, etc. Number nine is I want to play, uh, I'm toying between nine and 18, but I'm going to go nine. I want to be able to do nine rounds, uh, sorry, nine holes of golf um, with a trolley. So not, not needing a buggy, right? I want to be able to walk nine holes of golf, um, be able to play well, um, with a trolley and not needing a buggy. Um, so there I'm looking at obviously cardiovascular fitness as well as flexibility, mobility. And my last one is I want to be able to do 30 consecutive, um, jump ropes, right? So I want to be able to do 30 in a row of, of jump rope. Um, so they are my 10, right? They are my 10 of things that I want to be able to still do in my marginal decade, so in my 80s and in my 90s. Now, as a lot of you may know with people who are in their 80s and 90s, not a lot of people who are 80 and 90 can do a lot of the things that I've put on my list. So am I pushing for near excellent health? Yes. And I think we all should. We all should be striving to have a very, very good marginal decade, a very good and excellent, a phenomenal marginal decade. Because if I can do all these things in my 80s, Think what my 70s and my 60s and my 50s are going to be like. I think what your 70s, 60s and 50s are going to be like, right? If you if you can't do any of these things and you think you should, then you've really got to have a bit of a wake-up call and look into why am I not doing these things? How, what do I need to do to improve these? Because as I look at this list now, there's nothing in this list that is difficult, right? Going on a hike getting up off the floor, picking up a grandchildren, carrying groceries, putting a suitcase in an overhead locker, pulling myself out of a swimming pool, um, having sex, climbing upstairs unassisted, um, doing nine, walking nine holes of golf and doing jump rope, right? Like looking at that now, I'm like, well, this is quite easy. It's quite, but I asked myself, again, ask myself the question. My granddad, I don't think could do any of these or can do any of these. And my old man, I don't know how many he could do, but he couldn't do them all. Uh, and he's not near his mark. Well, hopefully he's not near his marginal decade. So this is the type of exercise that I want you to do because then this allows us to plan our exercise regime around this. So many of us think about exercise as either um, a vanity thing, as in I'm losing body fat, I'm doing this to look good, etc. And yeah, it is, it is a bit of a vanity thing. Obviously, we want to look better. And other people use it maybe as athletic performance. But what I want you to do is I want you to think of exercise as improving your quality of life, right? I am exercising so I can pick my grandchildren up off the floor. 
I am exercising so I can have the freedom in my 80s to be able to live, right? I don't need support. I don't need help. I don't need care, right? I'm, I'm, I have my own business right now and I'm driving for financial freedom, which I know a lot of you in this, in this, the listen to this podcast will be striving for, like financial freedom. I'm working my ass off to get financial freedom and generational wealth for myself and my family. But what's wealth if you can't get up off the floor? unassisted right if you can't even carry groceries right? if you can't have sex if you can't climb upstairs unassisted like, like these are things that most hrl people can't do so i'm going to kind of dive into this a little bit more just so you can understand around a training like a training program or training concept with this so if we're looking at a lot of my ones so to be able to hike right over hilly train well i need to be pretty cardiovascular fit right I need to be have good ankle mobility, good knee mobility, good hip mobility, right? To be able to do that with a dog, okay? To get up off the floor, uh, one, I need to be a good body weight, like a good weight. I also need to be able to be uh, flexible and mobile enough uh, in joint health. I then need to be strong enough in the core and upper body to be able to push myself up, right? Picking up a young grandchild off the floor, well, one, I need to be strong enough to be able to pick that weight up from the floor. I then need to be able to be flexible enough to go down and pick that up from the floor, right? To carry two bags of groceries down the street, I need to have a good core strength, good grip strength, again, good uh, cardiovascular health. To lift 20 pound suitcase or like, let's say 10, 15, 15 kilo suitcase, I want to be able to, that's obviously flexibility, uh, range of motion, strength, core strength, shoulder strength, etc. Uh, pull myself out of, a, out of a pool. That's all looking at upper body strength. Uh, so I want to have sex. So we're looking at maybe cardiovascular, maybe aerobic and anaerobic um, fitness there, uh, depending on how much I've got in the tank. Um, be able to climb up uh, flights of stairs, in uh, four flights of stairs in under three minutes. So there we're looking at... Uh, unassisted so there we're looking at like i said coordination flexibility single limb strength as well like each leg so single limb strength um as well as uh, like uh, vo2 max cardiovascular health etc um golf we're looking at yes cardiovascular fitness but we're also looking at flexibility mobility strength core strength uh, to be able to play well and then 30 consecutive jump strokes we're looking at kind of plyometrics we're looking at ankle mobility we're looking at vo2 max um looking at kind of speed as well so you can see like each one with with my what i want to achieve when i'm older what i want to do in my marginal decade like it's a well-rounded approach so that way we can build a well-rounded training program to make sure we're ticking all of these boxes right when you're training are you doing mobility and flexibility work in your programming are you doing zone two cardiovascular work are you doing vo2 max work are you doing plyometric work are you doing body weight strength work as well as resistance based strength work, right? Are you ticking off all these boxes of things you need to, you want to be able to do when you're older, right? This is a completely different frame of mind that I've ever had. When I used to work out, my background is I started off in rugby, then I moved to bodybuilding, and then I moved to strong math, all pretty successfully. So my training has always been like, let's say, sh like short term goal orientated for the next rugby match or rugby season for the next bodybuilding show for the next strongman competition, right? I'm now looking at this a very, very different way. I'm not looking at a short term competition, I'm looking at well rounded health. Because when I was a rugby player, when I was a bodybuilder, when I was a strongman, I wasn't actually that healthy. 
I was bloody good at each one of those things. I've got like numerous trophies. I've won English titles um, and British titles, but I wasn't that healthy. Like that's really eye-opening to me. I, I like I, I probably could have done everything on this list, but maybe maybe pulling myself up out of the pool, maybe my weight was too heavy, maybe. Um, but I wasn't in a good sense of health. So now it's not about being great at just any one pursuit, right? It's about being pretty good at just about everything. That's the goal. I no longer am training, and I don't recommend, unless you are an athlete, I don't recommend training for a specific event, but to become a different sort of athlete altogether, to become an athlete for life. So I want you guys to take away from this podcast and I want you to write down 10 of the most important physical tasks you want to be able to do during your marginal decade. And I don't want you to think about what each, what, what, each of those tasks involve like flexibility, cardiovascular health, um, strength, mobility, etc., and uh, knee mobility, whatever it may be. From there, you have a list of things that you need to work on and improve. And then from there, you can obviously devise your own training programs. You can contact myself. You can contact the coach, etc. But from there, you've got a really good action plan of what your training programming needs to look like for you to be in order to live your best quality of life. So I hope you guys all enjoyed today's episode. Um, I really appreciate all the support. If you guys are enjoying this um, this podcast, I'm getting some phenomenal feedback from you guys over LinkedIn. But if you do, if you could please give it a five-star review on uh, the platform you're listening to, so Spotify or Apple, as that really, really helps the podcast grow and reach more people. So I really appreciate all the love that everyone has, has given this podcast so far as I'm only just getting started. Um, so hope you guys all enjoyed today's episode and I will leave you with the quote I end every podcast with. Don't wish for it to be easier. Wish for you to be better. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Executive Health Show. If you have any questions based on the information in today's episode or general questions around optimizing your health and cognitive performance, the best place to get hold of me is on LinkedIn. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash Wade Foster MSC and you'll find my profile. Uh, Send me a connection request and I'll be happy to answer any questions you've got. Hope you have a great day. Cheers.